Welcome, you're now listening to Get Out of Your Own Way Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Davidson. This is episode 33. Quite the feedback, as I anticipated last week, considering the side chick episode. Yeah, I mean, that was, I was, I was very, almost shocked. I would say probably a record as far as in feedback that I've ever received on any episode. Um, I can't say that officially, but just based off of looking at the various responses that I got, that um, things that I received in DMs in my inbox and what have you. Um, Yeah, yeah, um, that was... Uh, thank I appreciate everybody who reached out, whether if you no matter what you had to say. Um, and as usual, I like to keep things short and sweet moving forward into a new um, episode. But of course, I'm going to go over a couple of comments that came through regarding last week's episode, as I normally do. And the first one came from. Ashley Johnson says, quote, I have played the part of a side chick and I foolishly believed this man would leave his wife for me. I was crushed when he did not, end quote. Yeah. And as, as I've talked about, I've also been there myself. I've definitely been in that position where I, I arrogantly knew that I was this third wheel, so to speak. And I was confident that this girl would leave this relationship that she was in. That she would do that. That she would begin to see me monogamously. That I would just be the, you know, Mr. Charming, Mr. Wonderful, everything that this guy wasn't and I felt like I I felt like I accomplished that but it's very difficult to get people out of their comfort zone it is very difficult to have somebody who has been with someone for years to move on your behalf when you're this even if you're this fresh coat of paint if you will a breath of fresh air all those cliches even if if, if, even if you even if you fit that description we as people get very comfortable even when something is has been going sour and it's rotten but you're comfortable you don't want to move maybe the grass isn't really greener as it appears on the other side. Maybe it isn't. Some people don't want to go for it. Some people are in denial. Some people are like, no way. That's It looks great from where I stand right now. But will this person change? Because in reality, every person, every person has been in a situation where 
they were once happy. Maybe with somebody that is starting to treat them poorly. They're not doing things that they used to when you first started seeing them. And and that that will play in your mind. That will make you think like, okay, it's going to be the same situation. It's going to be the same scenario as who I'm with now, just a little further down the line. And so you kind of convince yourself of that. You convince yourself of that. So that's precisely what happened. And um, to move to move forward in the next one of what I was getting at, as far as uh, the comments go, because it kind of it kind of goes hand in hand. And um, the next the next comment that 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 I have here says a lot of people have been in that spot as the quote unquote other lover. But not many, but not many are willing to admit it, end quote. And I thought that was actually a brilliant comment um, because I, I happen to heavily agree with that. Hence why I'm bringing it up. I heavily agree with that. Um, and sometimes it's unbeknownst to them. And then other times people know for certain that a person that they're seeing is in a relationship or they're married or they've been seeing somebody else. And of course it kind of goes without saying the, whether if you know it or you don't know it, the reason why that person is seeing you is because things aren't all too well on the home front. They're not that great, obviously. But I thought that was, I thought that was excellent feedback uh, because that's so true, you know, and, and, and why wouldn't, why would people want to share that? Why would they want to be open about that? Because quite frankly, it is embarrassing. It is shameful when you, when you lower yourself to be somebody's second fiddle, so to speak, you know, like, why would you want to talk about that out in the open? You know, like there's there's many people, I believe I would if I had to take a guess, I would probably say at least 70 percent of Americans. And that's just in the U.S. I would say about 70 percent of Americans have been in a spot at some point in time in their life. Where they are seeing somebody. Who is also seeing someone else. That they're, they're not they're not. They're not the focal point. They're just they're just being something that's convenient for that person for the time being. You know, and it's a it's a bad feeling. It's a terrible feeling. And it's one of those things that you can't lower yourself much lower than that. If someone is seeing someone you've been with for a while, they've been with for a while, excuse me. And now they're seeing you whenever it's convenient for them to see you. But meanwhile, that person, after it's all said and done, is going home to their wife or their husband or their significant other, whoever. And it's either you have a it's either you're clued in on it 
or you're not. But more often than not, if you are clued in on it, the third party is going to be delusional about that person leaving them soon. You know, so I encourage everybody, whoever, if you if you're in that situation right now, as I mentioned last week, if you're in that situation right now, save whatever dignity that you have left as a human being. I don't care how you feel about this person and move away from that situation because it's not going to end well. That person has gotten very good at telling you what you want to hear. And of course they, of course they are. Of course they're telling you everything you want to hear. It's just to keep you around and to give you hope that things are going to end soon, that they will inevitably end when it couldn't be further from the truth. But that concludes um, just the feedback for last week. This week, in episode 33, I want to talk about reciprocation. Reciprocation. And it seems to me, as sad as it is, that not a lot of people actually know the definition of reciprocation. And that's sad. Like, grown folk don't seem to know what that is. Adults don't seem to know what that is. And quite frankly, if you do not have reciprocation in a relationship, your relationship is dead in the water. It ain't going nowhere. And let me kind of back it up a little bit because I mentioned there's a lot of folks that don't know what reciprocation is or they act like they don't know what reciprocation is. And that is reciprocating is the act of doing something for someone that is doing something for you. So um, if someone, let's say, is showing you a certain amount of affection but you aren't showing them that same kind of affection back, you are not reciprocating. If someone is willing to give you something, like borrowing your car, for example, like you're letting your, you're letting your significant other use your vehicle to get to work. And then maybe a month later, you ask to use your that same person, their vehicle to get to work, and they and suddenly they got a problem. That's what reciprocating is: is being willing to do something for someone who is who has done the exact same thing for you. And and it and really it doesn't have to even be in a relationship. It can be when you're starting to see somebody or you're interested in somebody, as soon as you see that if you're, if, if you're showing interest in a particular person and that person isn't showing the exact same effort and energy that you're putting forward, that's another thing, for, that's another term for reciprocating. If they aren't doing the exact same thing that you're doing, if they're not making an effort to 
get in touch with you, if they're not taking the initiative to do things that you are taking the initiative to do, then you know it's dead before it even got started. And uh, yes, granted, you can let you can give people some leash as far as if they have kids, you know, they got work and all this other thing. But there's at the end of the day, there's nobody that's that busy. There's no one that is that busy where they can't do something such as communicate with you. Say, how, hey, how you doing? How's your day going? I just want to let you know I was thinking of you at, while I had a minute, you know, or two. It really doesn't take that much. And that's how you know when you can see something from the very beginning, if you're meeting someone or you're interested in someone, you can know right from Jump Street if they're reciprocating your energy, your effort, if, if, they're, if they are or are not taking the initiative to reach out to you, to let them know that you are on their mind, it, things like that, just very simple, very simple. It's just having that equal playing field, having things that, um, yeah, just, just having equals. It's like people are doing, somebody is doing the exact same thing that you are doing when it comes to them. That's what it's all about right there. Reciprocating. And again, there's a lot of adults that sadly, you have to teach them exactly what that is because people have a hard time knowing how to reciprocate. Now, here's the thing. Maybe somebody's not reciprocating because they're just not feeling you. They just don't like you or they want things to end if they're seeing a person and they're 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 tired, they're done. Then that that would that would be that would be the explanation for some people to stop reciprocating what the other person is is dishing out. And if that's the case, depending on the situation, then you need to end things. Because the mind can just run rampant absolutely rampant if it if it just so happens that you're wondering what's going on with this individual this person why are they acting strange why are they acting funny and when you've been with somebody even for a short while you can immediately tell when something is off because as i mentioned earlier everything is happy go lucky in the beginning phases of seeing somebody everything everything is great and it should be great it should be. So, as a whole, you have to be able to communicate and let somebody know. But, but at, here's the thing about actually speaking up. Because, more specifically, if you are a woman who has been abused in a relationship by a man, and you do not feel comfortable or safe in that relationship, that is pretty much the only exception to not actually communicating and speaking, speaking up and telling said man or woman <clears throat> that uh, you are ready to end things, you're ready to leave. If you do not feel safe or comfortable in a relationship, and I say man or woman because there are women who have been violent 
towards their male significant others who have tried to stab and shoot their men. It's happened, you know. So if you, if I say again, as I mentioned last week, if you're somebody who feels like you are dealing with somebody who's on edge or somebody who is capable of snapping, quote unquote, then you don't need to be, you just need to get your stuff and leave. And maybe there may be sacrifices that need to be made. Maybe you can't necessarily pull up a U-Haul and pull all your stuff away unless that person is at work all day. That would be the most opportune time to actually move all your stuff. But outside of that, though, if you're if you're in a if you're in a good relationship, a healthy relationship, there hasn't been any signs of abuse or anything like that. There's no reason whatsoever why you should not be talking to your significant other as far as why they are not reciprocating things that you were doing. If you sense that something is wrong. And as I know for 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 fact, for certain. That is something that you will catch on to very quickly in a relationship when things don't seem right. They aren't right. You, you'll know immediately if somebody's acting distance, if they're distant, if they're acting strange, if they're acting funny. You'll know that immediately. So I encourage everybody, if you are in a situation like that right now, and it's not an abusive situation, it's not a, a threatening situation, um, where you feel like you can't really talk to this person, if you feel like you're putting forth energy into that re relationship or situation that you are in and the, per the other person is not doing the same, speak to that person. Especially if you know that they used to do that, if they used to reciprocate, but suddenly they're not reciprocating anymore. Talk to them. Ask them what's wrong. Like, what's the issue? Is there anything that I can fix? Is there anything that I can do extra, et cetera, et cetera. But that's that's my nickel on this said subject. Um, continue, please, to push forward as I wrap this up. The comments and questions and other things. And uh, sometimes what I do, what I even will do is DM you right back. And other times I'll put questions and comments on the show on future episodes. That's something that I've been doing. It just depends more, more so if they're direct questions. Those are the only ones I have a tendency to DM people right back um, as soon as I, I see it. But other than that, like, like I said, this concludes episode 33. And next week I will be talking about toxic relationships. You know, and that, that's a that's that's a heavy that's a heavy one right there. So I'll be looking forward to sharing um, my thoughts and things that I've personally have went through with toxic relationships in my own life and how it's made me grow and mature and look at things differently. So I will get into that next week. But again, I appreciate everybody taking time to listen and chime in. Uh, take care. God bless. And I will see everybody next week.